0: Being able to accurately discern someone else's emotional state is an essential conflict resolution skill. But even with both goodwill and skill, we have a fair chance of guessing wrong. Recent research suggests that when it comes to accurately figuring out what someone else is feeling, there's one thing we can do that boosts our ability to get it right. Welcome to The Space Between, a podcast about getting better results from our most difficult and important conversations. The space between refers to the figurative terrain between them and us, between where we are and where we want to be, maybe even between who we are and who we want to be when we're in a difficult conversation. I'm your host, Dr. Tammy Lensky, and for over two decades, I've been helping people design conversations that sort out conflict and tension in high-priority relationships at work and home. And this episode is titled, An Effortless Way to More Accurately Discern, Others' emotions. Years ago, when I was a college vice president, I worked with another VP who exhibited an odd behavior during difficult president's cabinet conversations. Bruce was the newest member of the president's cabinet, and his unusual behavior showed up almost right away. When the cabinet was grappling with something serious or difficult, we'd all sit with our chairs pulled up to the conference table. As others talked, We'd look at them and at each other, gauging reactions as we listened. That's pretty typical, right? Not Bruce. Bruce sat with his chair pushed considerably back from the table. He didn't sit up. He sat with his elbows on his knees and his hands clasped together loosely. His head hung down, his eyes on the floor. Occasionally, he'd straighten up, look at us, and say something incredibly pithy or insightful. Then he'd resume his elbows-on-the-knees-and-head-down position. One day I asked him, Why do you sit like that? And he smiled. I listen better like that. Why it matters. Accurately reading someone else's emotional state helps us resolve conflict better. When we're mediating, for example, formally or informally, noticing a growing anger helps us take steps to address it before it sweeps them away. Recognizing fear helps us make sure no one feels inadvertently coerced into agreement. Realizing someone is distressed allows us the opportunity to attend to their stress and anxiety. When we're party to the difficult conversation, accurately decoding what our conversation partner is feeling helps us make the right adjustments in our words, attitude, and approach. And we want to do that to make sure they want to, and can, stay in conversation with us. By doing so, we serve not just them, but ourselves. So anything we can do to increase our ability to read the room and the individuals in it makes our conflict resolution job more effective. Less is more. My colleague Bruce, it turns out, was onto something. By removing visual cues while he listened, he actually listened and understood better. He found it less distracting to watch the floor than to watch everyone at the table and it helped him hear people more clearly. Last fall, research published by the American Psychological Association reminded me instantly of Bruce. The study concluded that when we rely on a combination of facial and vocal cues, we may actually read others' emotions and intentions less accurately than when we rely on vocal cues alone. In a series of five experiments, research subjects interacted with others or observed the interactions of others. Sometimes they could listen and observe, sometimes they could observe without listening, and sometimes they could listen without observing. In each experiment, they were then asked to estimate others' emotions along dimensions such as joy, fear, sadness, shame, embarrassment, anxiety, guilt, hostility, and contempt. In all five experiments, the individuals who listened without observing had on average higher accuracy in estimating the emotional state of others said the study quote social and biological sciences have demonstrated both the profound desire of individuals to connect with others and the array of skills people possess to accurately discern others emotions and intentions and yet in the presence of both will and skill to communicate People often inaccurately perceive others' emotions. In the present research, we examined the possibility that less is more, that voice only communication, even though it involves only one of the modalities of emotion expression, will significantly improve empathic accuracy over communication across multiple senses. End quote. Researcher Michael Krauss later said, quote, many tests of emotional intelligence rely on accurate perceptions of faces. What we find here is that perhaps people are paying too much attention to the face. The voice might have much of the content necessary to perceive others' internal states accurately, End quote. Of course, you don't have to sit like my former colleague Bruce in order to listen deeply without the distraction of facial and body cues. You can close your eyes. You can look thoughtfully up toward the ceiling you can look at the tree outside the window. If you're worried that those choices will make you seem disinterested or disengaged, a brief explanation can help. I might say something like, you may notice my eyes closed occasionally. I'm not sleeping. I find that closing them helps me listen better to what you're saying. Thanks so much for listening. Transcripts from podcast episodes are available at no cost, to my subscribers, who receive an email each time one is available. Visit Lenski.com slash subscribe. That's L-E-N as in negotiation, S-K-I dot com slash subscribe.